Now, Finance Minister Grant Robertson says he's reprioritised $4 billion to be used over the next four years. That can only mean one thing. We're seven days away from the budget. And with us now is Liam Dan, the Herald's business editor at large. Hey, Liam. G'day, Heather. How impressed are you? Oh, I'm not, not hugely impressed with $4 billion. Now, that, that sounds a bit rich, doesn't it? Um, but <laughs> we're dealing with some very big accounts here. Um, it looks It's quite a good number because it looks like you're really scrimping and saving and scratching away very diligently, and that, that is good. But, um, you know, I think I'm, I'm looking at a piece by J- uh, Janae Tripchen, a uh, Wellington correspondent here, you know, pointing out that, um, you know, c- COVID involved um, a sort of broad allocation of 81 billion, 55 billion specifically allocated. You know, there's been masses of billions all over the place, including our debt. Um, so, so 4 billion is not a huge number a year over the budget period. It, it probably it tells the right sort of story, which, you know, I'm starting to think budgets are really all about that. What's the story, Liam? Oh, the story is um, careful, balanced, watching every line of the accounts to, for every possible saving. Liam, but still, do you think that's still, good? Uh, still trying to do the, um, yeah. the right thing on services Jeez, and all that sort Liam, of stuff. Liam, it's not a lot to bat away the counter story, which has taken hold, right? It's money unspent on things that it should be spent on, like mental health and housing. It's huge amounts of money on consultants. It's huge amounts of money on the public service. It's huge amounts of money on spin doctors. It's huge amounts of money on frivolous things like RNZ, TVNZ. You know, like, carry on, carry on, carry on. This is not going to dent that narrative, is it? I don't know. I guess that's that's um, how, how well it's sold. I mean, there's a lot of selling around the budget and how how good people's memories are. I mean, I, I think you're, you've got a good point there. I mean, it's a, it's a tough counter at this point, but it does go to the sort of, the difficult position that they now find themselves in because we all understand that, um, you know, we've got this inflation problem and if they dole out uh, heaps more money, then they're just making it harder for the Reserve Bank and the interest rates have to go up higher. So, um, you know, they've got a a one hand look like they're being very tight and and almost austere, but on the other hand, they're still still talking about not cutting services and... um, and uh, even there's some talk of, you know, more, more COVID living cost assistance, uh, not COVID, just, just general living cost assistance. And that, that worries me a little bit because, you know, it, it, you almost think it is tough, but really we're just about over this hump. Why, why throw more, more um, fuel on it? What are you hearing? Are you hearing more fuel tax discounts? Um, I don't know. I don't know what they'll do with the, the, the you know, they, and they talk about those priorities. Uh, cost of living is mm. there. It just needs to be very, very targeted. Otherwise, it's just going to... How, how do you target it though, Liam? Because the most likely thing is either that you basically discount fuel for everybody, or, or you you rely put some put some heavy lifting uh, on the um, the winter energy payments and stuff like that. It's not targeted. Yeah, I, I mean, I, to be honest, you're talking to the wrong guy because I can't see the point at this point. I mean, uh, I think um, fuel's coming coming off, so they could get the fuel tax back on, get their yeah. revenue back up. I mean, it's all it's all going to have to be borrowed otherwise. Um, um, and then, you know, then we've got the cyclone rebuild and all that sort of stuff and people wanting to see longer term investment in infrastructure. So they have got some opportunity to allocate funds there that don't sort of land in the next year and a half. So they don't land in, in an inflationary way. If, you, yeah. if you're looking at things further out, that's probably helpful. Hey, um, I, th- I see Grant's got another pre-budget speech tomorrow. What are we expecting there? I don't know, but it is. A, I think it is a business speech. So if they're going to do anything for business, uh, that would be... Um, the time to pre-announce it. They've talked about skills and they've talked about science, which sometimes means R&D. I've been 
talking to business groups about them, what they'd like to see in the budget. They'd like to see some depreciation for uh, on investments, uh, so, so tax breaks basically on um, on R and D investment, investment in new technology and things like that. But I don't think they're expecting it'll go that far. They're going to get any kind of tax break. So I would imagine, um, you know, for business, it will be programs for skills, um, you know, a bit more, um, maybe a little bit more for R&D, something like that. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think the, the business people I've spoken to, when they look at those priorities right now and the pressure to not spend at all, um, business is not feeling uh, great hopes for this budget. No, I'm not surprised at all. Hey, Liam, thank you very much. Liam Dan, the business, uh, the Herald's business editor at large. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.